0: a good day on a snowy monday man we ran the gamut over the weekend didn't we holy mackerel friday not bad saturday warm grilling out sunday hungover little bloody mary some wings hanging out watching the uh, the bucks and the badgers simultaneously down at stenny's trying to get uh, through the hair of the dog and uh, then uh, today you wake up and it's snowing so uh, Ben Kenny I heard uh, you guys uh, out there in the Madison area were uh, nursing hangovers it must have been a wild friday night for many am it, i am i lying when i say that it was a wild weekend bill and and the weather today i think
1: makes it even more so it's an all time okay. day for water cooler talk today admit it. it, it, it yes, the game is. yesterday yeah
0: oh you see the weather, uh, the weather outside yep yep no doubt it was uh, it was a wild weekend and uh, it was, uh, how do I put this? It was Friday night. We went to a flat-out Friday, which was fantastic. We had, a, we had a lot of fun over there. And then they had the Mama Tried and the bike show and everything on Saturday. But Friday, we went out, and it, it, we didn't really, like, tie one on uh, on Friday. We had a few beers and then ended up over at the old Paps Brewery and, and went to a bar there after going to the Serve. And then Saturday, it was, uh, we had a, a, a school concert that Kristen and I went to for our kids. And we had planned on, this was our plan, was get up, go to the school concert. We were going to stop over at a charity event at uh, the Cedars Bowling Alley um, and just say hi to a few friends. And we ended up sitting at the bar. uh, You have a couple of beers or whatever. It was a beer tasting uh, from a, 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 a brewery up in that area. Uh, They did a beer tasting for all these craft brews. And everybody that was a home brewer, they invited to come and kind of submit your entry, which is kind of cool. You know, that's that's kind of a neat thing to do. So they did that, and you start tasting, and you start tasting. And then we got into bidding. And have you ever had the, I'm not going to say the drunken bidding, but the bidding where it's like, I don't care. You know, and it becomes more of a competition than it does to actually purchase the items you want. Have you ever done that where you start spending and you're like no I, I really shouldn't but I did uh, we did that so they had these Adirond these really nice Wisconsin Adirondack chairs and I, I want to convert my chairs from plastic to more natural wood or those composites and they're expensive they're not cheap I mean they're like anywhere from 150 to 250 bucks a chair so they had these two chairs and a a fire pit now the fire pit I can use in the RV so we thought ah you know what it's for charity. It's a good cause. We'd probably buy something like this anyway, so let's buy it here. And I think the value was like 450 bucks for the whole thing. Well, it went to 400 and 425 and then a couple more beers at 450 And finally, I'm like, I don't care. I'm just outbidding. So I'm, I'm sitting there stalking and watching. Now it's the old paper bidding where you got to go up and sign your name to it, where people are going back and forth. But uh, Kristen and I looked at each other and said, how much do we buy? How much do we spend on these things? We ended up spending like $550. On a set of Adirondack chairs in a fire pit. Not terrible, but we overpaid. But you can, you continue to say it was for a good cause, that type of thing. And then from there, it went into a night of imbibing. I mean, it was wine, it was food, it was beers, it was German craft beers, it was, and then finally it was an Uber. And to the point where you wake up the next day, and we, like, Kristen ended up on the couch. And she came up and she goes, did we fight? And I said, no, why? She goes, why was I on the couch? I said, I have no idea. I've got a whole system in my home. You've never been here, but I I got the guy that built my home when he owned it. He put in this music system and the speaker system throughout the house. So you can turn on like music or CDs or going back to the day or MP3 or whatever. You can turn it on and the music comes throughout the whole house. So that way, if you have like a house party or something, you can put music through the whole house. I have never used it. I don't know how to use it. I know it's there. So I woke up at about 430 in the morning and I hear the radio. Um, It was one of the local FM stations here in Milwaukee. It was a radio. And I'm like, did she go downstairs and just want to listen to music? So I walked downstairs. I took a couple of a leave and I looked over and sure enough, she's just on the couch. The music's on for the radio system. I have no idea how to turn it on. I've never used it, you know, whatever. I go back upstairs. I go to bed the next morning, and I close the door because the music was pretty loud. So I close the door. I turn on, you know, TV, and then I just fall off to sleep. She wakes up the next day, and I'm laying in bed. It's about 9, 30, 10 o'clock on Saturday or on Sunday morning, and she says, did we fight? And I said, no, why? She goes, well, why was I on the couch? I said, I have no idea. why. I don't even know when you left. Oh, my God, I can't believe I didn't remember. You know, it was hilarious. So that was, uh, and then we ended up going and get some Bloody Marys and kind of hair of the dog and stuff yesterday. But I had to figure out how to shut off a a sound system I've never used in my home before. Never. So it was a weird day. Apparently she must have slept on the remote control and somehow figured out how to click it on or something like that. So you ever have one of those nights? Uh, Yeah. Um, Maybe not. (laughs) Maybe not turning
1: on my sound system in my home that I don't yet own, but... I'm with
0: you. <laughs> yeah, but do you ever do anything, and then the next day you're you're like, well, why was that like that? Why did I do that? Or where? why was I here? And you have no idea. That's the kind of night it was. It was one of those nights. So, uh, by the way, uh, being one of those nights, um, we still kind of woke up and thought to ourselves, well, maybe, just maybe. Have we heard something from Aaron Rodgers? No. Nay, nay. Still nothing on the Aaron Rodgers front. That's fine. You know, Aaron said he'd give us until tomorrow to kind of kind of take his time and make his decision. So we'll see if that actually happens Uh, and still nothing on Major League Baseball. So we'll see if that actually happens before it's all said and done. So nothing right now, nothing set in stone, nothing happening. Everything's kind of quiet. The big news of the weekend was that while the Badgers lost and the Bucks win their fourth straight Marquette going to the tournament, at least they're in the tournament as of right now. Um, the big news of the weekend, obviously the injury, uh, to Davis and the way that game was played yesterday, I'll tell you this, and this is something Ben, you and I have talked about when the Badgers don't shoot well and they, they just, it's a struggle. It's, it's tough. It's at times tough basketball to watch because it's gotta be ugly. It's gotta be scrappy. It's gotta be on the floor. It's gotta be defense. It's gotta be something that sparks that team and i they they came back from an 11 point deficit to go up by 11 points at one point and then to watch it all kind of be frittered away and davis goes down and hopefully he's okay they call it what a lower body injury correct i think it was a sprained ankle i saw yesterday um okay sprained ankle so there you go uh but yeah it just it was a a you know it was kind of a kind of a tough game to lose it was one of the things that you and i talked about uh that we basically said hey look don't don't go out and blow this thing. You know, you've got it in the bag. Don't, out, don't go out and play down to Nebraska's level, and they damned it they didn't, unfortunately. But it's just uh, I, yesterday was for, for me as we're sitting there watching a game, and, and we had a great group of friends down at Stenny's, and we went down there and had wings and Bloody Marys and just hung out and stuff, but just wanted to watch the game and relax in a sports bar. And everybody says the same thing. Can you believe in this team come tournament time? And I, you know, my, my view is scrappiness, close games, they give you experience, but they can also be indicators that at times you don't have that ability to blow teams out. You're going to play those scrappy games, which is good because in close game situations, you're, you're, you're not going to have the same amount of nerves as other teams that blow out teams all season long. They have, but because you play such close games, it, it can also be the indicator that you're not that higher than the talent. You just figure out ways to win, which is what this team does. But come tournament time, I'll ask you, do you have a ton of faith in this team?
1: I do. I think there's a caveat. If Johnny Davis is fully healthy, the answer is yes. Because when he is on the floor and the team is fully healthy, they've beaten every Like, they can beat anybody. But when he's right. out, it is ugly. So if he's healthy, I do believe in them.
0: I'm still at Sweet 16 Elite 8 level. Right. Right. I uh, and, and a lot of people say, look, I'm thinking Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight. Uh and, and yesterday, look, it was it was a, a group of people, depending on who you talk to. Some say they're a final four bound team because of their scrappy scrappiness and toughness. Others are say they're maybe a one and done. They may get one win and then they're out after that because they just they don't have that ability to blow you out and in close games. It it's kind of a pick 'em and they don't have consistent shooting and they don't have bench bench shooting. So I, I don't know. I let the madness begin because I'm fired up and I'm excited about it. I've got my Girl Scout cookies in-house now. I'm good to go. I'm ready for it. But I agree. I I, I think that this uh, the, the Badgers this year, and don't get me wrong, you cannot take anything away from them being the Big Ten champions. You, they won the Big Ten. You can't discount that. That's like saying, you know, wow, well, they're the best 12-0 and team going into the postseason or the best 14-2 and team going into the postseason for NFL It's like, well, they still won 14 games. They have flaws, yes, but they still got there. So don't, don't discount it just because you think that they're not that good of a team or they don't have a myriad of weapons that they can go to at almost any point in time. But when you start looking at teams like Auburn, when you start looking at teams, I mean, like look what Kentucky did. You know, I mean, you start looking at teams like that and you say, "Okay, do they have that ability to play scrappy enough basketball in defensive enough basketball to get over the top of those teams? And and then you start to think, "Okay, I I just don't know if they do right now. If you go through the USA Today Bracketology, they are a firm two seed right now. Uh, You've got uh, Marquette being an eight seed. In the, uh, in the tournament, which is not bad for Marquette. It's, it's good to see them back in the tournament. And Shaka Smart did an amazing job with that team this year. They had that midseason law, but they have played decent basketball. Now you just got to see what they do in the Big East tournament. But uh, I, 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 I think Wisconsin gets a couple of wins. And Wisconsin has played, after they take that loss, after they take that loss, Wisconsin has usually played really good basketball coming out of that. It take, it, it's kind of a punch in the face. They get a scrappy game, and then they get the blowout game. So now you're hoping they take at least the first couple of games of the Big Ten tournament, and if they don't win it, then they take a loss, and then usually they'll play better, better basketball after that, and you would assume they're going to end up in Milwaukee, so it's not like a huge amount of travel for this team. So cross your fingers. But I, I, I just I don't know what to believe about Wisconsin right now. And it's been the same all season long. Continue to surprise me. Continue to impress me. My expectations are a a sweet 16 run. That's what my expectations are because you won the Big Ten. You deserve to be there. You've earned that right to have an expectation that is higher from what we had at the beginning of the season. You've earned that right. Doesn't mean I'm going to be completely shocked and stunned if they win one and lose one, but I hope they. Uh, I hope they get to at least the Sweet 16. I think that's a that's a fair assessment. Uh, Jim says Badgers could go, either go to the Final Four or lose the very first game. Um, Brandon says I hope they get to the Sweet 16, maybe an Elite Eight run. Uh, also, Brandon says it sounds like you ever had a really awesome night and weekend. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. But I have not had. Um, I I I'm pretty good about when it comes to drinking. I start out. I, and I'm usually thirsty and I can pound it, pound it with the best of them, but then I'm pretty smart. I, I can feel it. And then I go, go to water and I drink a ton of water and it pretty much sobers you back up and you're good to go. Um, but we Ubered, you know, we didn't really, you know, we weren't out driving around or anything like that. Pretty responsible when it comes to stuff like that, but we just had a great time. But once everybody showed up, we went to a place called Ernie's wine bar. So we went to the Cedar's. And then we went to a place called the Chiseled Grape, which is a winery in Cedarburg. And Alan is the owner. We we had such a great time there. But Alan is the guy. You buy a bottle, and then he comes over and lets you do the sample. So you get, like, five little glasses in front of you, and you do a wine sample, and you're like, oh, this one's really good. I like that one. Or uh, you know, And then he comes over, and you do a couple of, you know, a glass or two of wine. But then he comes over, and he's like, here, this next one's on me. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for buying the bottle, you know. And every time somebody buys a bottle of wine, he's ringing bells, and people are cheering and stuff. And you kind of get into it, you know. So then you eat the, you drink the other glass. So now you've had a Bloody Mary, a couple of beers, three glasses of wine. Now you're heading to dinner where I had a couple of glasses of water just because I wanted to slow down and a couple of beers. And then you get to Ernie's Wine Bar where he serves you the German craft cider. And I'm drinking Bud Light and the German craft ciders that he's kind of sharing with everybody. And then another glass of wine. And it's like, okay, i got to go to water. I, I, I'm i not going to make it. Kristen, she was, she was ping-ponging her way out of there. And if you know what I'm talking about, it's like bouncing them against the wall maybe against somebody it's like come on you got to help people out there was a couple of her friends there was a buddy of mine that was there and uh, we we all tried to pile into a uh, a small azuzu suv and then that wasn't going to happen it was just kind of like a clown car so we had to take a couple of them but what a night what a great night and great weekend uh let's do this we're going to step away take a quick break badgers lose in the finale what are your expectations for the Wisconsin Badgers going into the NCAA tournament? What is the realistic expectation? I mean, we might even throw it up as a poll question here during the break. So hang in there. A lot more of the Bill Michaels Show. It's coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. <laughs> Bud Light Hard Soda. That's right. It's seltzer with a pop of soda. The loudest flavors ever. They bring in the Bill Michaels Show. Long-time sponsor. Glad to have them. It's classic cola, cherry cola, citrus soda, orange soda. Bud Light has nailed it. Got this one right. And, by the way, all with zero sugar. Enjoy responsibly. That's our friends from Bud Light and Bud Light Hard Soda. Big-time sponsor of the program here in the Bill Michaels Show. So what are your expectations? Just posted it over on uh, over on Twitter. If you are uh, want to chime in on the poll question, uh, which is now up and running, and uh, you can you can take a look at it. Uh, what is your expectation for the uh, for the um, Wisconsin Badgers in the NCAA tournament? One win and then done? A Sweet 16 run, an Elite Eight run, or a Final Four run? Give me your thoughts uh kyle says with or without johnny davis i see uh, the loss to purdue in the big 10 tournament so hard to beat a team three times in a year uh that's with johnny davis uh it doesn't look like he's going to be out for a long period of time ben now all we heard was that he should be good to go right we haven't really heard much greg
1: guard said he was optimistic but you kind of expect him to say that after the game before he knows anything i i think i don't see a way he doesn't play I feel like he's too competitive. He'll come back. He'll do whatever it right.
0: takes. Which, um, man, what a cheap shot. What an incredible. And you know what? It was funny because, um, and, and I heard this this morning. I heard Evo and you guys talking about this, but I also heard one of the national pundits say, you know, well, you know, the Badgers got beat. And without the, uh, the leading scorer of Nebraska. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Didn't he, isn't he the one that took out the leading scorer for Wisconsin? And really the heart and soul of the Wisconsin Badger basketball team? Nebraska was also without his twin brother, who who was a good player. But, yeah. I mean, it's like, come on, man. You took out the best player. You smashed him in the face and threw him into the stanchion. I mean, it's like, come on. Uh, Which, at first, when I saw it, I thought, I wonder if that's going to go down as just a flagrant. And then when you looked at it, there was absolutely no attempt to hit the basketball. It was all about clubbing Davis in the head. All about smashing him in the face. So, uh, but I, I I believe that Davis is going to be back. Uh, by the way, already 80 votes uh, creeping in on 80 votes. 18% say one win and done. 54% say Sweet 16. 23% say Elite Eight, and now 5% say it's a Final Four run is what your expectations are for the Badgers in the uh, in the NCAA tournament. What are your expectations after seeing this team through an entire season? They win the Big Ten. And uh, in addition to that, uh, they exceeded, for for the most part, all expectations. Now, let me say this. If you have an expectation, if you have an expectation of looking at this team by saying, well, Sweet 16 would be great, I agree with you 100%. However, we also thought anywhere between eight and 6th in the Big Ten, the majority, the majority of people, some less and some more, the majority of people looked at this and thought, you know, uh, this Badger team. Uh, I don't know if they're even going to be in the top five, and they've exceeded that expectation. So why not? Why not as the co Big Ten champion with uh, Illinois, which is disappointing. They're still the Big Ten; they they still you know are atop the Big Ten, but it's disappointing. Two more wins on the season than Illinois, but still fifteen and five, tied for the top spot in the Big Ten. And it is what it is. And I agree with you, by the way, to beat Purdue three times in one season, I think would be a magnanimous task. It would just, if they did it, it would be amazing. But I just don't know if I see that happening, quite honestly. Uh, 877-867-1670, give me your thoughts. What are your expectations for the Wisconsin Badgers in the postseason, in the NCAA tournament, not the Big Ten tournament, the NCAA tournament. One win and done, Sweet 16, Elite Eight, or Final Four. Um, John says, really hard to give the expectations until we see the actual matchup. My heart says Elite Eight, but I need to see the matchups. Uh, Mike says, Sweet 16 and then done, unfortunately. Um, this is from Dwayne. This is morning from Phoenix. Go Bucks. Great game last night. You know what? Great game. 44 points last night by Middleton. Uh, Giannis fouling out late, but Middleton really, um, people always, every time Middleton has a big game, people come at me because I've always said Middleton's not that overwhelming elite guy. He's good. He's really good. He's not great, but he's really good. But you know, you come at me with the cash money. Where, where are pe- the people that come at me when the, on the nights that he drops 10 points? and then backs it up with an 8-point or a 12-point or a 16-point. Chris Middleton is a really solid player. I, I've never said he's not. But there are times where when you need that big night, you don't get that big night. It really falls under the shoulders of Giannis for the most part, or other guys. He's a good distributor of the basketball. He brings in t- a terrific team chemistry. I'm not knocking him. I'm just not going overboard to say he's great. That's the problem. People want to put him in the elite status, and I just don't. It doesn't mean he's not a good player. He's a really good player. I've never said he wasn't. But, yeah, big-time uh, win for the Bucks. Now, you know, Phoenix, don't forget, was missing their backcourt. So that's something to take into consideration if you start to look towards an N- NBA finals But uh, as to how they would end up matching up. But, no, big win last night for the Bucs. I completely agree, and they've now won four straight. So good for them. Ah, uh, this one is from a uh, max who says uh, we have to wait and see how much the injury hampers Davis's ability to get up and down the floor and shoot. He needs his legs under him, especially after a long quilting season. That's a good point. Uh, that's a very fair and honest point because you really do have to have, you know, we talk about it all the time, uh, that if you don't have your legs under you, then you start to drag. Everything starts to just be off a little bit. It is what it is. And I, that that's a fair assessment, but, but still, after we, if 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 Davis comes out of the game unscathed yesterday and they still lose by a point, do you look at this team as a team that is a an elite eight, a Sweet Sixteen, a Final Four? I think that's where my I'm going back to that because I don't think the injury to Davis is as severe uh, as maybe the way it looked, just by the way he got up. So I mean I could be wrong. I mean we could find out today that you know he's got some. Got some damage, there and It's going to be a while for him to come back. Here's the other thing, Ben. If let's say he does have an ankle sprain that is not—I'm not going to say on the high end, but you know, pretty pretty good one—would you play him at all in the Big Ten tournament?
1: Oh, um, I I think so. If if I am him and it could impact my ability to go to the NBA, I could see just sitting out entirely. Like like that is in the cards. Right. I would. I, I think I'd play him anyway.
0: Uh, my whole thing would be, I don't know if I would play him if it meant the possibility of that thing, not healing come tournament time. I would rather lose a seating than lose him for the rest of the season for the postseason. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it also could be one of those injuries that if
1: you play or if you don't, it's not really going to get better during this time frame. That's true. Like, where you just wrap That's it true. up as much as you can. You whatever. Take Advil and play. Yeah.
0: So would uh, would I mean, obviously, the difference between him being on the floor, and not being on the floor was is what's going to change your uh, your expectation. But uh, I agree. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. eight, seven, seven, eight, six, seven, 1670. Um I love this big Joe Vike hits me up on Twitter, says Jake Taylor said it best. And he's got the win the whole effing thing. I'll go for that. I'd love to see that. That would be the <laughs> that would be by far exceeding expectation. I don't think any of us feel at this point in time. When you look at, at 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 you know Duke, obviously Duke falling to North Carolina and Coach K's last day. Did you take? Did did you enjoy watching that at all, Ben? Or did you think, ah, what a way to go out? Well, I bet North Carolina spread. I bet North Carolina money line,
1: and I had one of the most fun times I've ever had watching basketball. And then in the post game, oh, that was awesome. I see. I have not seen the post game. I heard he was just upset. Oh, he, he! They came out to do the whole presentation, and he gave a speech right after getting blown out by his rival, and his oh, last man. home game. It was amazing.
0: Yeah. See, I didn't, I didn't see that. I was, I was out and about, but uh, I heard he was not a happy guy in the post game presser. We'll say that. Uh, but Duke, by the way, finishing uh, just a game ahead of North Car- or, uh, game ahead of North Carolina, and uh, Notre Dame in the uh, in the uh, ACC. So the the tournament will now get underway. But uh, in the Big East, you got Marquette getting there, finishing, what is it? I think four games back. They finished fifth in the Big East. Not terrible, but they finished fifth in the Big East. Pretty decent season so far 11 and 8 in the Big East, 19 and 11 overall, solidifying themselves into the tournament. Uh, Now, their seating could still change a little bit. I don't think it's going to go by much. But when you get to the SEC and you look at some of the better teams that are out there right now, uh, the SEC pretty solid and Auburn obviously uh, a solid basketball team can they match up with the Auburn Tigers who ended up 15 and three 27 and four on the season three losses coming in the SEC Kentucky had a decent season and the way they kind of kind of ended winning a couple of basketball games uh you got Tennessee winning four straight to end up tied for second in the SEC you know they're going to be in can can the Badgers compete with an Auburn Tigers team when you look at Auburn, and Auburn has been up and down when it comes to number one and such throughout the season. But can the can the Badgers, let's just say they get into this, go against a guy like Jabari Smith or Katie Johnson? Both of those guys extremely tough. But they got a bench that can score, too, for the most part. Not a lot. You're not going to get a lot. Flanagan's probably their best guy coming, coming in uh, who gets a start most of the time, but they rotate him in and out. There's Cambridge, Devin Cambridge, who goes in and out, Jalen Williams. Uh, they're not big-time scorers but they're decent minutes and decent body guys because Cambridge, uh, I think if I saw the statistic this morning that Cambridge is a guy that comes in and out and he gets about 20 minutes a game, they've got a rotation of about seven or eight deep. Can they go toe-to-toe with a team like Auburn? Because if you answer the question yes, then they can beat anybody. But if you say, no, nah, I don't think so, I, don't, I just don't think they have the scoring prowess to be able to do that, then you'd probably say, well, most likely you're talking about a, an elite eights, sweet 16 type of team. I don't pay a ton of attention to SEC basketball, but I was just watching some of the matchup stuff this morning uh, on the four-letter network about what could and couldn't be, and I thought, boy, it'd be tough to get past an Auburn team. There's a couple other teams, obviously, that are out there that you can look at that you can say that are above the Badgers. You can look at Gonzaga. Arizona had a really solid season this year. So you can go in that direction. But looking at all, in Kentucky as well, who I had mentioned, Kansas, Can they compete with the likes of those? I think they can, but I don't think they can with all of them. Um, Brett says yes, because Auburn can't shoot uh, from outside. Uh, Best team I saw all weekend was Kentucky. And Kentucky really kind of came on towards the end of their season. Uh, But Kentucky, who was criticized for not playing great basketball when they lost to Notre Dame, uh, even though they were winning basketball games, they were blowing teams out for a while. I mean, they were blowing out teams like Western Kentucky, Missouri, and High Point and such. And then they lost to LSU. And then the criticism became heavy. But down the stretch, the loss to Tennessee, the loss to Arkansas, both teams ranked. But for the most part, they were playing some pretty good basketball. And now we got to wait and see who they finish with. But they had won, I think, what, six or seven straight coming off of the Auburn loss. And before they finally took that loss to Tennessee, they played some pretty decent basketball this season, but I'm still not I, I I will root everything in my being against Kentucky. I just can't 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 do Kentucky. Sorry. And I hope I hope the Badgers beat them. I'd like to see that team meet rematched against them. Uh eight seven seven, eight six seven, sixteen seventy. Um Christopher says though Davis is the kind of guy that can take over a tournament. Uh the big one hundreds need to stay out of the foul trouble. Uh, I 100% agree. Uh, foul, and injuries can be the difference maker, as we all know. But Davis gets hot, starts to feel it if they have a mismatch that he can exploit. Or let's say defensively, the Badgers create offense, uh, create their offense through their defense, then they're really tough to beat. When they're playing a lockdown defense, getting boards and, and moving in transition and getting steals, tips, things like that. They're a, t- they're a team that's really tough to beat. That goes back to saying what you said about scrappiness. 877 867 1670. 877 867 1670. Hit us up. More of The Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. comes to canvas, upholstery, leather repair, whatever it happens to be. It doesn't matter if it's a boat, doesn't matter if it's a motorcycle seat, doesn't matter if it's something in your office, whatever it happens to be. Dwayne's Cover It All, Wisconsin's best canvas, upholstery, and boat cover provider. They're out there. Follow them over on Facebook, but go to Dwayne's, D U A N E S, Dwayne's Cover It All.com. Call them 715 870 2119. 715 870 2119. That's our buddy Dwayne. In Wausau, so what do you think? What are your expectations? What should they be regarding the Wisconsin Badgers and a trip to the NCAA tournament? I'm not talking Big Ten tournament. I'm talking NCAA tournament. What should they be? Right now, we got a poll up over on the um, over on Twitter. So if you want to find us over there, you can. But uh, it uh, after 163 votes. One and done, one win, and out of the tournament, 17.2%. Sweet 16 run is a 53.4%. Elite 8 run. Those two, those two choices account for 75% of the voting. 22.7% for an Elite 8 run. And uh, some of you actually believe they're going to get to the final four. I love your optimism. Love it. 877-867-1670 find us again 867 1670 if you want to uh, track us down by all means feel free to go ahead and do so good good stuff um i uh this is from uh this is from anthony uh or no that's not anthony he emailed earlier this okay this is uh, wind time which is by his name name his name's mark uh wind time says uh, hey unit I uh, have a lot of belief in anthony davis coming back i think it's just a mild ankle sprain they just didn't want to risk it going into the tournament he probably could have played had he really needed to, to come back in that ball game. Uh, Go Bucky, I uh, believe he's going to get to an uh, elite eight. That's from win time. Win time, you to know, Appreciate it, man. Brandon says, uh, Unit, I think Great Gard has done a fantastic job this season. I think the Badgers are a sweet 16 team. Look for Purdue to probably beat them in the Big Ten tournament or Michigan. Uh, I hope not. hope not Michigan. Purdue, I get. Michigan, eh. Illinois, an up and down team. They they tend to shoot the ball extremely well at points. Um, maybe uh, Illinois gets them, but then again, look, Nebraska got them. I it just. I think part of it is got the hangover left over from Tuesday night. You get the big win against Purdue. You're kind of feeling invincible. Here comes the worst team in the Big Ten. You should be able to roll the basketballs out, just shoot your way to a victory, call it a day, and get ready for the Big Ten tournament. Instead, you found yourself in a slugfest. You found yourself literally in a dirty slugfest. You weren't prepared for it, and you took a punch to the face, and now you refocus. But unfortunately, along the way, you now have a tweak to the ankle of one of your best players. They call it, called it a lower body injury at first. Ben's saying it's a tweak to the ankle uh, as long as it's not a knee. You know, an ankle, you can wrap up, you can tighten up, you know, uh, it, it's as long as the stability continues to come. The problem is with an ankle, once you roll it until it's back to 100%, it, the likelihood of you rolling it again really become more significant. A knee injury, uh, you can kind of play on a little bit of a painful knee um as long as there's no structural damage you can you know always get a shot you're good to go but ankle ankles are they're tender you that's your whole support basis right there so we'll see if Davis is able to come back i hope it's just a mild sprain he woke up yesterday or went to bed yesterday and woke up this morning feeling better a little bit of aspirin you're good to go um Jacob says, didn't you scold someone on the air when they said the Packers were winning one game and then losing in the postseason were one and done? You said, no, that isn't considered one and done. One and done means you play one game in the postseason and you're out. I That's my version of one and done. So when people say they're one and done, I, I always ask, Do you are you talking about one just one appearance and you're done? One game, you're done. It's over. You lose your first game, you're one and done. To me, it's not one win and then you're done. But, yeah, we got into that discussion. You are correct, Jacob. So I, I don't know what your point is. Are you talking about the poll question? One win and then done? That's the way the question is actually worded. I guess I I, I don't know what the point is. Jeff uh, Boy, love the basketball talk. We got we got all kinds of talk today. We'll put it this way: nothing as of right now is coming to the forefront. Um, because when it comes to Major League Baseball, because there isn't anything. Apparently, the uh, MLBPA. The last we've heard has brought a new proposal, a new collective bargaining agreement to baseball. So uh, other than that, I don't know what else is going on. I know that uh, they have got a few of the details. They're talking about, uh, you know, uh, minimum offers and pre-arbitration, bonus pools and all that kind of stuff. No no changes that can uh, – the, they don't want – and this is the big sticking point. Okay, this is where you and I have to understand what it's all about. We don't, we know it's about the money. So people say, well, what about the money? What about this whole thing? And the the pre-arbitration bonus pool and who's got the, the, the bottom line is this. Okay? They don't want a competitive balance tax. That's it. You know what that is? That's a very soft ceiling. That's a very soft salary cap. That's like the luxury tax in the NBA. Okay? It's not a salary cap. But basically, if you're going to, it's the the owners are dropping this in, and I think rightfully so. The owners drop this in because what they don't want is to just have the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Angels and the Dodgers and some of the big market, really big market teams, just go out and outspend everybody. Okay, so if you're going to do that, you're going to go over say 200. I think it's 245 million or whatever it is. Then you are going to pay dollar for dollar over that amount of money. So if you're paying 300 million. Then you're $70 million over, you're going to pay $70 million into the pot. And then that's going to be divided up from the lowest market team to the highest market team, that's revenue share. Okay, that's going to be part of your soft salary cap tax, if you will. And I get it, because if you're going to go out and blow everybody out of the water, then in, in just spending for salary, then there's a soft tax that you have to pay that goes back into the pool for some of the smaller market teams to be able to compete with that type of a salary structure. So, in other words, you're soft capping yourself. Players don't want it, don't like it. They want no salary cap, and they want a minimum floor of about $110 million. And the owners are like, no, you already get everything guaranteed. You want more money in a pre arbitration pool. You don't want a salary cap, and you want teams to spend more money. What are we getting out of this? They want big bases. That's what they want. That's it they don't. they they and they want a dh which is ultimately going to raise the minimum salary requirements because that that average that average salary payment is going to go up when you when you don't have to carry your 12th or 13th man who's making minimal money as just a utility infielder but now you're carrying an additional back that's going to make more money, your big poppy, your home run hitter, your guy that's got that consistent bat because guys that can swing the bat and can't play the field, you don't really have that spot for them, but they can hit the hell out of the baseball, that guy is going to get paid a lot of money. So that guy then, in essence, just by his mere existence, is now going to raise that level of base salary after that average begins to rise. And that means there's going to be more money for everybody. Right? So, no, I didn't say I promised no Major League Baseball. I said we would talk a little bit about Major League Baseball. But there's not any Major League Baseball to talk about. That's it. They've they've sent over a new proposal. There's no word on it. And they continue to argue over money. Uh, we're going to step this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at New Mail Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders as well. Don't forget. Don't forget our friends over there at uh, at, at New Mail. They, um, they got a lot going on. They uh, they've been really really good when it comes to uh, treating guys with ED. Ninety eight percent, as a matter of fact, ninety eight percent treating guys with ED, and uh, the low T treatments. If you're feeling sluggish, if you're feeling moody, if you're feeling down, you're gaining weight, you can't figure out why. If you're over the age of thirty, go get your numbers checked. It's that simple. Or the all in one weight loss program. They can give you meal plans. They can give you supplements. They can do things that are gonna, it's going to kind of jumpstart that body, make you feel good, give you some energy, get up, move that ass. Yeah. Start to feel better. That's our friends over at Newmel Medical. Check them out. 414 455 4451. That's 414 455 4451. Again, that's the Newmel Medical Center. Again, 414 455 4451. Hit them up. Tell them we sent you. More of The Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is The Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Our good buddy Mike Clemens, all season long, brought to you by the Bay Motel in Green Bay. Bay Motel, quiet, cozy, comfortable, a mile from Lambeau Field. If you're getting yourself ready for, say, training camp, if you're getting yourself ready for a trip up to the the Green Bay Packer Hall of Fame, or maybe just go spend some time up in that direction. Uh, the Bay Motel right there on South Military Avenue in Green Bay. Call them today for reservations. 920 494 3441. 920 494 3441. Welcome back to the program. So the uh, the votes continue to come in. The majority of people, 53.6%, say it's a Swiss, Sweet 16 run for the Badgers. 21.8% uh, say it's an Elite Eight run. Uh, 18.5% are now saying they're going to win one game and then be done. And that's 211 votes cast so far and climbing. Um, Adam says, I believe the Badgers run hinges on the health of Davis and whether or not uh, they are about to their cold spells like in the Nebraska game. That's been the biggest bugaboo for them is that their shooting at times just flat out goes away. That, that's it. it. If And you know what? You can pretty much say that about any team if they don't shoot the ball consistently or don't get the open looks that they need. But the Badgers, um, the thing about the Badgers is they are so good at creating with their hands. And when I say that, I mean the fact that they can get up and down the floor to play defense, get some tips, get some motion, get some things with, with uh, defensive boards. And kick and move really quick. And they're very aggressive. Now, at times, it drives me a little nuts because they do pass on some open looks. Uh, And I I just wish they'd kind of, you know, go back to the old Coach Budenholzer motto of let it fly. But beyond, I mean, but they've been successful all season long playing this style of basketball. So I'm not going to fault them too much. But uh, they do at times let a few things go by the wayside. But for the most part, uh, I'm, you know, I, I think they're a really good basketball team. Um. Uh, I'm going to get to that later. Uh, Mercedes Lewis uh, tweeting some stuff out. So we'll get into that coming up. Uh, Anyway, uh, and by the way, no word on Aaron Rodgers for all. I really, I have to admit, going into the next hour, I was wrong. I was wrong. I, I had an estimation on Friday's show, and I thought this is the way things will work out, and I was wrong. It partially did, and things have changed in regards to Aaron Rodgers. But I, uh, I, for the most part, am, am kind of, uh, I, I was wrong. So I'm going to get into that. By the way, Bob Nightingale, quote, we are deadlocked, end quote. Major League Baseball uh, looking at canceling another week of games soon as the talks show little progress. Major League Baseball could cancel another week of games soon. As the labor talks have produced basically nothing, the Players Union gave Major League Baseball the right to implement a rule change within 45-day notice instead of a full year, but sizable economic differences remain. I'm telling you, this is about the money, and they're to the point now, the owners are, where it's like, let's try to put the blank back in a horse. Let's try to put the blank back in a horse and see if we can't gain a little bit back or at least slow the bleeding. You know, uh, coming up a little bit later on in the next hour, Kevin Sweeney is going to be joining us. He'll be here for CBS and Sports Illustrated, talking some college hoops. Our good buddy Kevin Holden from CBS 58. We'll touch base with him on a myriad of topics, including baseball. Uh, that's his sweet spot, but we're going to talk with him uh, a little bit later on today as well. So we got all that coming up. But coming up in the next hour, to lead off the next hour, did the weekend in regards to the green bay packers, Aaron Rodgers and all of that, you know, stuff swirling around. Did it play out the way you thought because I have to admit for the most part I was wrong. Something came out of it. But for the most part I was wrong. And uh and I'm going to I'm going to go with that. So I'm a, I'm a little bit I got to admit, I'm a little surprised. I'm a little surprised. Now we've got uh, a couple of things being chirped about uh, from Mercedes Lewis talks about your ability to create the reality that you want is determined by your willingness to experience its opposite. Saving money will have you feeling broke while it's actually making you rich. Creating boundaries will have you feeling alone while it's actually creating a healthy relationship in your life. Digging up your trauma will have you feeling broken while it's actually healing you. Working out will have you feeling weak while it's actually making you stronger. it goes on from there trust the process good day trust the process he says i don't know if that has anything to do with uh, the Aaron Rodgers situation but or maybe it's just Mercedes Lewis being incredibly insightful and inspirational regardless we'll talk a little bit of that i was wrong coming out of the weekend that's coming up next you want to stay tuned 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. That's phone number. Hang in there. A lot more of the Bill Michaels Show right around the corner right after this. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.